Hello and welcome to Planet Homemaking Podcast. I'm your host, Epifanio, and this is episode 168. Today we're going to be looking at the Gene Keys line four of your attraction, frigidity, romance, slash romance, distance, slash intimate. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while and you listen on an app um, like Spotify or um, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcast or Google Podcast, uh, and you like the podcast, um, uh, leave us a review and and a five star rating so that the podcast can race on the on the charts and people can see it and find it easier. Also, feel free to fast forward the first ten minutes while I welcome the new people here because it's pretty much always the same stuff. But uh, we'll get uh, we'll get to the subject of today at about uh, in in, in a, at the minute ten. If you are new to the podcast, you want to go to jorn.tv, that's J-O-U-R-N.tv, that's the home of the podcast, and, uh, and, uh, and you will always find all of the podcasts there, like, you know, sometimes on the apps out there, you only see uh, a portion of the podcast, like right now, there's only like less than a third of it, but uh, you can find all of the episodes there. And you wanna when you go there on the main page, you will see all of the episodes. And uh, when you click on the title, it'll take you to the page for each episode. So if you go there, click on episode one sixty eight. And if you're new to the podcast, uh, you might wanna check out episodes one, episode. Uh, uh, let's see, um, episode twenty six, and episode thirty four, and. Um, and you want to download your hologenetic profile because that's what we're doing here. We're going, we're starting the jinkies every day. And the reason why we're doing this is because we are on a storm right now and the world is cray cray right now. And everybody needs to have a solid grounded foundation on their spirituality. And uh, and you say, well, I got my connection to my prayers and Jesus and everything. That's fantastic. I mean, if you feel good with all of that stuff, then you know you might not even need this. Uh, but this is um, this is what this is the work of self healing. This is the work of 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 opening and establishing a connection to to God, to you know Jesus, to Buddha, to the Great Spirit, you know your higher self, the universe, whatever you want to call it. And and downloaded your intuition, your information straight from God, so you can navigate through this storm. And uh, the way that I found that it, it's this is the best way that I found, because I've looked at everything for like twenty five years, and this is this is the best thing that I found. And so it has no dogma. It it uh, it uh, works for all spiritual religions and spiritual traditions. So you can. You see, it as a, it's a tool. This isn't this isn't a religion or any, another spiritual thing. It's, it's just a tool that you can use. However, a spirituality you have, you, you can use this thing to heal yourself. Because the way that you listen to God is by uh, clearing out the the blockages on our uh, on on our consciousness and our unconscious uh, blockages in our electromagnetic field. Because God is electromagnetic energy. God is is thought. God is all of life. It's us. It's nature. It's, it's the universe. It's the suns. It's the stars. It's, 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 it's space itself. The void. Right. God is all of life. It's not. A, it's not a, a God sitting in a throne somewhere in heaven, watching and judging, and say, "Well, that was a sinner. You know, you're going to hell." 
That shit came out from religion and that got invented and inserted to, to create control in people. And we're going to be talking about control here in a, in a second here. But God is life itself, is all of life. And it's, it's intelligence. It's omnipresent, omniscient, right? All time simultaneously. There are realities beyond our comprehension. Uh, what scientists call dark matter, dark energy, that's a really nasty name. But what it really means is, is what Jesus talks about in the, the house of my father. The, the, in, the, in the kingdom of my father, there are many mansions or the house of my father has many rooms, something like that. He's talking about all the realities in the kingdom of heaven. And this is what scientists call dark, dark matter. So what we're doing here is learning how to listen to our intuition so that we can navigate through this insanity that's happening right now in the world. Because right now you can't trust the mainstream media. Whatever they say, it's all lies. It's all bullshit. And they're, they're gaslighting straight at you right now. If you can look at, you know, the gaslighting of this whole thing, this mess that happened in Afghanistan, that it's horrifying and a lot of people are dying. And then the fucking media shows up and say, our great president did a great job. He took responsibility of the whole thing. Boy, if that's not gaslighting, I don't know what it is. Because that was just, and then you have gaslighting on everything else. So you really need your connection, your grounded connection. And so the way that you do this is by healing the misunderstandings of reality, the, 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 the parts where we, we have closed our heart. And so with a closed heart, we can't listen to God. And, and so we are, we're opening our heart, opening to, so that the energy, the, the light of God, the light of creation, the, the infinite love of God can flow through us and pass through us with an open heart into others. So we're spreading, we can Positively grounded, spreading love, not like just floaty and, you know, giving our power away. No, connected, sovereign, grounded individuals, cohesive with critical thinkers. And so that's what we're doing here. And so if you want to learn more about the podcast, well, number one, you, you want to go get your hologenetic profile. That's very important. So you can follow along with us. Uh, number two, check out the, uh, uh, like I said, episode number one is... Um, uh, at the bottom is the about link that, that talks about what is Planet Home Making, what is it that we're doing here. And uh, and then there's uh, the resources page that explains that has three things right now in there. What's in the vaccines? These are not vaccines. These are genetic modification injections. They don't cure fuck. They don't cure anything. They're they're here to to change your DNA so that you can't listen to God. I mean, I know this sounds crazy, okay? But when they have, they have, they have a, a magnetic property to it that uh, can be—it's connected with electric. You need to understand that everything is electromagnetism. We have an electromagnetic field that connects with other people. This is how you feel the vibes—you want to call the vibes from another person. But there's also technology that works on the electromagnetic field. That's how we get the internet. Everything is electromagnetic. You know, why do, how is your device wireless, right? Like I said, science and, 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 and spirituality, they're the same thing. 
on a, on a higher levels of understanding. So we're at a, a place in our reality where reality is splitting in, in pretty much two. There's an old power structure, it's a collapsing, sinking boat, and we're building a completely new reality based on spirit. We're, we're building the spiritual technology of the future. It, this is ancient stuff. This is our bodies are the most advanced technology in the planet. Our brains, right? But they can't be controlled unless they're subverted from the inside. And that's what these injections are. They're subverting the body with genetics and something called hydrogel, which is nanotechnology. So there's a, there's a, on that, on the resources page, there's um, what's in the vaccines. You, you got to see that one. Uh, and that's a video, that's a video and a, and a podcast commentary on that one. And, um, and then there's two, two series of commentaries on, on another, on other videos. One from Catherine Austin Fitz. Uh, she's a brilliant economist and she explains the macroeconomics connection of these jabs with, uh, with, uh, this, uh, with a centralized digital, um, uh, uh, centralized digital, digital currency, digital crypto. Uh, a worldwide central bank digital crypto, a totally centralized digital crypto, and it's connected to the fucking vaccines. I know this sounds insane. I know I'm, I'm, I'm not sorry for it because I've been, scre I screamed that out of Facebook, the soapbox until they kicked me out and like, okay, you're insane. And now all Facebook and 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 YouTube and Twitter, they're completely like like censoring anybody speaking anything wrong about these injections. That should tell you something, right? Why does the owner of the, the CEO of, of Pfizer, it's not taking it. None of the employees are required to have it, but now they're mandating it in like they're, they're rallying people in Australia into like stadiums to vaccinate the kids. And it's, it's getting Nazi Germany nasty. There's another uh, series on that uh, um, uh, uh, resources page that talks about uh, how countries subvert each other from the inside in the 20-year span, whole generation change of ideology. That's an ex-KGB agent explaining that stuff. There's the news on the bottom. That goes to our Telegram channel. We try to put the most objective, sober stuff. There's a lot of cray-cray stuff in the alternative media, and you can get suckled in, in, into... Bad rabbit holes. There are influencers in, 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 you know, in Telegram, in, in, you know, alternative media, Rumble, BitChute, whatever, all the others, alternative places that, uh, there are operatives and they're there to plant disinformation and, and, and so they can do op ops against the people that are waking up. And so they lead you into this weird, Hopium or like, you know, uh, fear porn places there, they start giving you dates. This is what's going to happen on this date. And then that don't happen and you lose hope and you feel defeated. It's our tactics to destroy the people from within. I know, uh, you need to do your own research at this point. Follow your heart, follow your intuition and do objective, logical, unemotional research. Follow the money. Don't believe me. Don't believe anyone at this point. But keep an open. This is all about opening the heart, right? That's what we're doing here with the Jinkies. So if you go like that path, don't trusting anyone with a closed heart, you're going the wrong way. That's that's going to lead you down, down the bad rabbit, rabbit hole. Then there's the chat at the bottom. 
I go to the chat every day, 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Pacific time. You can find me there. If you got any questions, any suggestions, any feedback, you want to share anything, we're building a community of critical thinkers that have a grounded, open-heart spirituality. And, and, and we are uh, working on being uh, on our sense of humor because th that's very important to have a... a to laugh every day. If, if you have the greatest prayer that you can have is to laugh every day. That is, that raises the frequency, completely separates you from that nasty reality. You're existing in a completely different reality. All right, let's dive into the gene keys. I'm still taking two more minutes. I'm going to get it down to 10 minutes, I promise. So, um, Let's get down to the gene keys. Today, we're looking at line four of your attraction, the attraction sphere, frigidity slash romance, distance slash intimate. And uh, if you look at the, at the profile here, we're looking at the John F. Kennedy's profile because I need an example to talk about. But you want to be looking at your profile if you're new to the uh, podcast and um, you want to check out episode 34 and episode 26. Because that's how I what, I what I explain. I cannot explain all this stuff all the time the same. Because a lot of people are saying you're repeating yourself, and they're right. So we're looking at the at the Venus sequence on the inside. All these red circles on the center, right? This is the Venus sequence. We already went through the activation on the outside, and we're looking right now at the attraction sphere, which uh, John F. Kennedy has a gene key thirty five. Uh, line three, we we took we we took a we look at line three yesterday, so it's thirty five dot three. That's line three, and uh, today we're going to be looking at line four. So he has his jinky is the jinky um, thirty five, the path of adventure that goes from the shadow of hunger to the city of boundlessness. He's, he's a line three promiscuity playfulness. But we're looking today at line four. And here's a thing I, 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 I'm saying while we're going through this attraction sphere. This is just like a super, like just overall look. Basically, the core concept is intimacy, creating sacred space, right? Opening up surrender, uh, vulnerability, right? But th this subject, it's so incredibly deep and profound and there's so much so much wound so much pain in this that that needs to be healed right because it's about taking responsibility god gave us free will right that's the gift of god to us we can focus our attention and our attention gets the more we focus on something more of those that that attention grows becomes becomes energized with more thoughts more ideas and next thing you're doing stuff that's free will Right. And so that is our gift. So it's our responsibility to open our heart, to listen to God, because we close the heart and then we stop listening to God. We start listening to bullshit, you know, and, and now the next thing you're like stuck in the phone all day, you know, and you feel like shit. Why? Because you're not listening to God. You're not receiving the love of creation, right? So it's our responsibility to open our heart. And relationships are the mirror where we do that. These are the probably the most important thing in our lives is our relationships. Number one, I guess, number one is our relationship to God. Priority number one. Then I guess after that, with the same thing, our relationship to ourselves and then our relationship. It's all about relationships. Life is about, it's all in, life is an ecosystem. <laughs> it's not independent. The, the people and this matrix reality, 
they think that they exist independent, that they can't uh, subject nature to their will, right? But they're ignorant people that they don't understand life and, and, and they're hurt. people that are hurt, they, they go around hurting people. Hurt people hurt people, right? So, so that's why it's our job to heal ourselves. And the same in relationships. When you're in relationship with your partner, this is where all the shit comes out. And then next thing you're you're consciously um, at first most of the time it's unconsciously but at some point it gets conscious and now you're consciously hurting each other that's when it gets nasty. So we're doing here with with dealing here with unconscious hurting because when it's conscious then then at that point you're you're that's time to end that relationship and and or it may it may be healable but you know I, I mean. I don't know. Like I said, this is just kind of like a very broad overview. This stuff is deep stuff. So we're going to be looking, we're looking at line four and all of the lines in this, this line refer to the hexagram, to the uh, lines on the hexagram of the I Ching, which is what's, what the Jinkies are based, the uh, 64 basic archetypes of human behavior. <laughs> and that's what we're looking at. You know, we're looking at all these archetypes, looking for these are the entry points to find these wounds so that we can straighten them up so that we can download the light of creation, right? The light of God, infinite understanding, love. And there are there comes a, a point where the love is so, the light of God is flowing so smooth through our all electromagnetic field into our lower cerebellum in the brain, right? Because it goes straight through the head. And it opens up. You open up this this uh, blockages. It opens up your your um, chakra system, your your seals, and then the energy start flowing. And now, uh, at some point, you can even start. Uh, you can even see things uh, remotely. This is called remote viewing. You can actually know stuff without being there. This is personal spiritual experience. Right. And people have these experiences when they're making love. They, they have these experiences where in, in, in at some point when they've they've done their, their work and they're open and they're, they surrender. So relationship and intimacy is another way of having a, a, an open connection to know things, to see things. But it takes a lot of work and it just it doesn't just happen. It's, this is this is work. And what I mean by work is that you have to be willing to be vulnerable. And that is the big thing because a lot of people think that relationship is just sex and that's it, you know, or like just helping paying the bills to each other. But that's not what relationship are. Relationships are a mirror to your to your pain. I mean, it, it sounds it sounds awful, but what it is is that when you are you are mirroring that wound, then you can actually open up and say, "Oh, that's where the pain is," and if and then and then when you love the other person, when you love yourself, that's when the healing happens. That is the energy of God flowing through the relationship, healing the past. And oh my God, it's amazing when you clear all this stuff and then you begin to realize, you become to become conscious of what's going on, what you've been doing, what's happening. So let's look at this. The line, the fourth line encapsulates the theme of self-parenting. All fourth lines are about really this creating this community of love, of understanding, communication, these groups, creating groups, fourth lines, because first lines are about like anchoring the tone, right? We're, we're anchoring unique frequency. You are here to anchor a unique tone so that we can build the spiritual technology of the future. Line twos are about having that one-on-one -on -one with another person. 
that's one on one is like the marriage, right? But not just with one person, but with a, a, an idea, or with a you know with nature, with 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 a business, with a, with another person. It's the dancer, right? Line line three, they want to have all these experiences so they can uh, get a lot of feedback and build on that. And then line four kind of creates this group uh, uh, cons consensus. Not the right word. Uh, <laughs> These groups, cohesive groups, where communication can flow, and and it's 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 all about um, creating a very specific uh, containers for love. So the fourth line now, let's look at how that looks in a one-on-one -on -one relationship, right? Frigidity slash romance that be like from the shadow to the gift. And to distant, to intimate, right? These are the people that are super warm when they're like open heart and they're incredibly cold when they're in the shadow. So it's like, it's really interesting to see that we all have this, this ability to channel the love of God and to connect with other people. And what happens when we're closed? It's the exact opposite. You go, these people, oh my God, that people so nasty. And then when they open their heart, you go like, oh my God, they're amazing. But it's the same person. It's just like a valve. It's like when the valves close, it's, 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 it's cold and, and dark and, and awful. And then you open the valve and, oh, my God, it's all, you know, beautiful sunrise and, and it warmth and it's amazing. So the low frequency keynote of the fourth line is frigidity, which is being called, right? Frigidity. It's it's about being emotionally distant. So many relationships move in this direction. The juice and excitement dries up at a certain stage and the two people f um, drift apart. The relationship become monotonous and bugged down, in, bug, bug down in the many demands of everyday life. You can see this everywhere. I see it a lot in like restaurants. People sit down to eat. It's, it's really creepy and they're not talking. They just sit there. They're looking at the menu. They're looking at the phone. Oh, my God. I mean, I talk <laughs> I talk out of my elbows. You know, like I sit down. I'm like laughing or talking or sharing. Like, ah, 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 whatever. It's like, not, not like, you know, some, it's all about really, it doesn't matter what you say. It's about, the, it's all about love. It's all about love. <clears throat> I'm not judging. I'm just saying this is what, this is what happens within the shadow. So um, there is nothing that creates more distance in a relationship than the untransformed shadow patterns of each partner. If there is no sense of higher purpose to the relationship, the shadow patterns strangle the love at the heart. If there is no way of understanding the shadow and transforming its energy, resentment and conflict will inevitably set in. And this is this is what happens because then at some point you, there's no love, there's no connection, there's no intimacy. And so there's resentment because why do I have to hang out with you? You know, fuck you. And then now next thing you know, that, that's, when, that's when the drama begins. The healthy line... On the other side is all warmth and friendliness, but in but in its shadow manifestation, it becomes distant and cold. The human heart feeds on intimacy, and true intimacy involves vulnerability. That's the only way to be intimate: to be vulnerable. If you're not willing to be vulnerable, you're not being intimate. And I see this a lot on people that are like very powerful people. They're close as fuck. They're up there on, on a place where they're unavailable. Yes, they could be nice or whatever they were doing, but they are not vulnerable. 
They're in a place of command, you know. And I guess that's okay when you're doing your thing in the world because you cannot be up in the heart everywhere so then everybody's just going to shoot an arrow there and kill you. I mean, maybe some people are like, you reach a point where you're like Gandhi, you know, you're like Jesus, you know, it's like it's, it's, you can walk around with that. We all want to go there, but that's the city level, you know. We're just moving from the shadow to the gift. But, uh, but... But in but in your intimacy, in your relationship, in bed, you can't do that. You can't have a closed heart. You can't be afraid and have a, a real intimate relationship. You have to become vulnerable. The relationship goes to a whole other level. And, and, and so it's like <laughs> a lot of people find it uh, and heal it in, 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 in their sexual relationship. That's why it's... Um, that's why it's so uh, healing for, for a lot of people. You know, that's why, how they can manage to stay together. But when you take that and expand it into your life, um, it, it, it's all about opening your heart and allowing yourself to be there with an open heart. Because that's the hardest thing. You know, now I'm not in control, right? I'm letting, and it's not like you're, you're becoming subservient right it's it's like it's like you're no longer you don't have the mask anymore of like i have i have you know i this 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 it's a power stand and this is what happens in, in relationships so um the human heart fits on intimacy and true intimacy involves vulnerability. The fourth line shadow has a knack of switching off the warmth in a relationship often without even realizing it. So the way to know that this is warmth, right? That's how you recognize this because we're thinking, well, what does it even mean? You know, being vulnerable. Is it, is there warmth? Is, do you feel like, is there like open, cozy, like, is, is it, does it feel weird to be around the other person? Do you want to be there? Right? Because that's what uh, being closed, it, you know, um, that's what happens when you're closed. So the fourth line shadow often manifests through tone. Couples experiencing deep conflict are usually exceptionally sensitive to the tone of each other's voice. And you can use this as a navigation to figure out what's going on because the relationship is not, you're not there to fix the other person or change the other person. You're there, you're there to to use the, the, the relationship as a mirror to look at what you're, in, look into yourself and say, where can I be more open? Where am I closed? So a cold tone can have an instant triggering effect on another person's openness. The fourth line shadow therefore needs to become aware of the kind of tone they use by gauging the feedback from their partner. Every relationship acts as a mirror. Your relationship to your partner shows you your relationship to your own heart. How you treat others is how you treat yourself. Or how you treat yourself is how you treat others, better said. How you handle this mirror is the, is, is the whole thing about the Venus sequence. This is what we're doing here. This whole red area in the center of the, of the, of the hologenetic profile. It's all about how do we deal with, our, with the mirror of our relationships. Not how we're changing the relationships, but how we're changing ourselves. How are we opening up our hearts to connect, to create this network of love? 
when you're able to accept personal responsibility for your own expression, whether conscious or unconscious, because you can say, okay, well, I don't know what the fuck's going on, but I know I'm, I'm, I'm doing it because I'm, I'm the one feeling my heart closed. You cannot continue to blame the other person and say, it's your fault. I'm behaving like this because of you. Yes, at some point you could you could be in a relationship that the other person is close as fuck and you're like, There's, I, I can't do anything about this because I know I'm doing everything I can to open my heart and I'm just hitting the wall. You know, at that point you might say, okay, well, it's time to move on. But when you are doing your work and you're opening your heart and this is what you are doing, then you know, you, you feel the warmth in your heart. It doesn't feel cold. And, and, and a lot of the time that... A lot of the time, I'm not saying 100%, but a lot of the time that really melts your partner. It, your partner opens up. If they're open to that, love is incredibly powerful. It can't just melt up just about everything. <laughs> so when you're able to accept personal responsibility for your own expression, whether conscious or unconscious, you have begun the great transformation, your journey of healing because now, now it's up to you. It's not, yeah, God is helping you because it's always there. The light of God is, God has already given you everything, right? It's up to us to heal ourselves, but to choose to heal ourselves with our free will, right? So when the fourth line realizes how frosty and distant it is being, and it's able to let go of blaming the other side for their state, then they have taken the first and most important step in self-parenting. Now they know that only they have the power to bring love back into their heart. The fourth line keynote is romance because it needs to find gentle, creative ways to romance itself. This isn't something that you force yourself to do. This is very important. You have to, to treat yourself with, with, with gentleness. Yes, you, you, you become aware, oh my God, this is my stuff. But you're not going to start beating yourself up for it because that's the next thing that happens. I mean, if you're into S&M and that stuff is working, you know, good, good, go for it. You know, I'm, I'm not anything that anything that works. But at some point that those kind of like those are like toys that you leave behind and you really do the work of the heart, which is really embracing your heart and, and, and with gentleness, really like bringing yourself and say, OK, what's going on here? And then stop the, the self, you know, beating up. That's that's that that's never going to get you to where you want to go. So the fourth line keynote is romance because it needs to find gentle, creative ways to romance itself. The fourth line in pain will respond well to another person coming to them gently and with warmth and understanding. So it, it, it will work. A fourth line uh, that's in pain, it will open up, you know, unless the, the wound is really, really deep. <laughs> um, with all manner of inner difficulties, the fourth line needs to be approached with patience and calm in the spirit of open heartedness. And this is not just for the fourth line. This is for everything, every line. I mean, I guess there are lines that could have this sharp, you know, changes. But patience is really the, the, the big thing for everything. For, for this work, at, we're doing, this is really deep work here. Healing your, your relationships, healing your, your past wounds. This isn't just... You know, this is this is this is hard stuff. Don't for a moment say, oh, this is easy. No, this is going to be painful and it's going to be hard. But just accept it and just know that God is there holding you with all infinite love and, and, and you have your partner and, and it will work. 
just you you need to be very patient and kind with yourself when people emerge from their hurt they will exude gratefulness and warmth as though their whole electromagnetic field were an invitation to intimacy this is the fourth line the healthy fourth line sexuality expresses its love through words as well as through their physicality so these are people that will tell you that they love you these are people that communicate like that because it's about their tone, right? On the frigidity, on the on the on the shadow, it was about the cold tone that you will immediately will close your heart because oh, it's chilly. But this is this would be a warmth expression of the of the tone, right? Because we're down, we're anchoring a specific tone, a frequency vibration, and now it comes through the throat, and it it's it it travels as a sound waves. And you can feel the warmth in that. This is somebody that have opened up. Um, as we have seen earlier in the activation sequence, this fourth line is all about the breath and communication. It is through the fourth line that the great words of love always come into the world. We've reached the, ep the end of the episode today. Um, like I say, this stuff is really deep. I feel a little kind of guilty that I'm just kind of just giving it a an overview. We got to focus, stay on track on the jinkies. This is work that you might have to do deeper work with this stuff. But when you, you when you learn how to read, all, all we're doing here is just learning how to read the map. And then it's all about your contemplation, overlaying these keywords on your reality, on your experiences, on your relationship. And seeing yourself in the mirror, bouncing back and saying, where am I closed? Where am I open? And now that you know, you can see yourself and you'll go like, oh my God, I'm closed. And then you can hold yourself, bring yourself in that, that part. Don't push it away. Don't fight it. Don't get angry about it. You bring it into your heart and you hold it there and you say, it's okay to be closed. There's nothing wrong with me. And then, boom, that very act is the act of love, loving yourself for being closed, and boom, it starts to open like magic. So um, line three also was also a lot about uh, humor. I use a lot of that myself, but this is about uh, really feeling that tone of love, the line four. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Epifanio, and this is Planet Homemaking Podcast, and I wish you a wonderful rest of your day or evening. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.